0: All right, you can go. I would appreciate it, however, if you boys would make an effort to arrive on time in the future. Just once, I would like to get through the first fifteen minutes of class without being interrupted by you two. Yes, ma'am, I mumble. As I get up from my desk, I can see Daniel making faces at me. He's crossing his eyes, letting his mouth droop open like he's a mental case. What's her problem? he says, as soon as Miss Wallaschuk leaves the room. I just shrug and heave my knapsack over my shoulder. I can't wait to escape. We've been in detention for a whole hour, just for being a few minutes late this morning. "'So I didn't tell you,' Daniel says, as we trudge down the hall. "'I went to Travis's party on Saturday night. Travis is a guy in our home room. Oh, yeah? Was it good?' "'Yeah, not bad.' That new girl was there. You know which one I mean?' I shake my head. "'Maya! You know who I'm talking about. She has long black hair.' "'Oh, yeah,' I say casually. "'So what's she like?' "'Cool,' Daniel says. "'I think she likes you.' "'Oh, yeah? Why do you say that?' I ask. "'The truth is, I'm thrilled.' "'Well, she asked me a million questions about you.' A million questions. Wow. She's okay, I tell him. Okay? Daniel bumps my shoulder. Okay? Get out of here, man. She's hot, and you know it. He's laughing, and I can't help grinning a bit, too, as we head outside. It's only five o'clock, but it's already dark. We cut across the yard toward the street, crunching leaves underfoot. I notice there is new graffiti scrawled over the school wall. It reappears just as fast as the janitors can clean it off. Gangs marking their territory. When we get to the corner, the bus has just left. We could wait for another, but we decide to walk. Ignoring the red light, we cut across the road, dodging traffic. Some storefronts are boarded up on this side of the street. Others have iron bars on the windows. After ten minutes or so, Daniel and I are nearly at the mall. It's a busy place, even on a Monday. Cars are pulling in and out of the parking lot, and people are streaming through the front doors. Daniel and I aren't headed inside, though. We're strolling toward the service lane behind them all. If we hop over the fence, it's a quick shortcut to my apartment building and Daniel's house. We take this route home all the time. On the fence, someone has scrawled a message in spray paint. See no evil. It's good advice. As soon as we turn the corner, I know we've made a mistake. I hear someone swearing, then a thud and a groan. Daniel freezes, and so do I. Down the lane, about thirty feet away, three guys are kicking someone who is curled up on the ground. One of them has an object in his hand, maybe a lead pipe. Is there a pool of something dark on the pavement, oozing around the person's head? I can't be sure. One of the lights in the lane is out, and it's hard to see. I'm paralyzed. I've stopped breathing. Two of the figures are tall. The other one is short, but he seems to be in charge. I can't see their faces. They're all in black, so they blend into the shadows. I just stand there, listening to the blood pounding in my head. I'm aware of Daniel beside me, can almost hear him breathing. We're dead quiet, but the gang must sense us. The short one has been crouching looking at the person on the ground. Now he straightens up, turns in our direction. In a low voice, he says something I can't hear. For a second, he steps into the light, and I catch a glimpse of his face. It's angular and bony, skull-like. I know who it belongs to. His name is Damien Sykes. Lots of people know him. I just pray he doesn't know me. He's seen us. Hey, you! he shouts. Somehow his words break the spell and we can move. Beside me, Daniel has finally found his feet. He slams into me as he wheels around and takes off in the same direction we've come from. I am right behind him. And then I'm ahead of him, because I'm taller and my legs are longer. And we're pounding back toward the parking lot, dodging honking cars and gasping for air. "'Run!' Daniel shouts as he catches up to me. I grab the handle of the door leading into the mall and yank it open, practically knocking down an old woman in the process.